to the Huntley Baptist Church podcast. We hope that this message can be an encouragement to you today. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist at extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com. Today we'll be um, talking from Psalms 8. And this is a powerful psalm, just like what we heard from our friend sharing that it declares that worship kills worry. And this is what we need today. And David declares how great God is. But then later on, we'll see how he's, our God is great. But more than that, our God loves us. And let's start reading Psalms 8. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. From the lips of children and infants, you have ordained praise because of your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars that you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you care for him? You have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him ruler of the works of your hands, putting everything under his feet, all flocks and herds, all beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, all that swim in the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. This is a go-to psalm for me. I love this psalm. It declares how great our God is, but then also declares how much he loves us. When's the last time you have sat back and just been in awe of God's creation, just been like, wow, God has created everything, and you've just been um, blown away. I think for five years ago, I think I was living at East West, and I was flatting with five guys, and they're all from different countries. And there was this one guy called Song Jong, and he was from South, uh, South Korea. And um, he came from a city that had a lot of smog, and you couldn't see the night sky. And I remember it felt like every night that first semester, he would go to the front door. We had these sliding doors, and he would just open it at like 10 at night and just stand there and look at the sky. And he would just be so overwhelmed that he could see all these stars. And he was overcome by God's glory um, through that. And I was amazed. He kept, I remember actually on a side note, one day he showed me a picture and it was just a normal farm in Gaunton. And he was like, look how beautiful this is. But to me, it just looked like a normal farm. But he was amazed by God's glory. One time for me, I was working on a farm and I was working on the very back of the farm and there was no one else with me. And I had a knapsack on and I was just spraying some weeds. And it was a perfect day. There was no clouds in the sky, and it was such a sunny day. And I had one song on my heart, and that is, Lord, I, wa- I want to, um, what is it? Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you more. And I just sang that over and over again, as loud as I could, because no one was there. <laughs> and um, then I just got a sense, look up. And I looked up, and um, there was one cloud in the sky. And to me, that looked like a face. And behind it was the sun. And where the eyes were, the sun was shining through. And that was God, I felt like, screaming out, Hey, look, I created all of this. I am your God. Our God is so big. And a side note is 
we see God in creation because he created it. It's called what we call general revelation. And that's why we hear of these people who are like, look around and they see, man, there must be something bigger than this that created everything. And they are the ones that we need to tell Jesus about. Verse four, um, verse three, when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. I remember there's a sermon that I listened to. And if you're writing notes, write down this guy. His name is Louis Giglio. And he does a sermon called Indescribable. And he describes how huge our universe is and what God created. And I remember there's this one line in it that hit me, and he's like, I'm not trying to make you feel small. I'm trying to show you that you are small. And <laughs> it's true. It's so true. And something that's always stumped me is our sun. If we were to take Earths, our Earth, and fit it inside the sun, we could fit over a million Earths just inside our sun. And if you want to really be blown away, you should Google the star that they found, and it's called Stevenson 218. And it is 10 billion times larger than our sun by volume. And that's just one star in our, the known universe. Our God is a huge God. He's incredible and indescribable. Sometimes when we come to faith and we accept Jesus and the Holy Spirit. A lot of people can be witness to this. It's like you can see in color. You can see, wow, God, you're so big. And beforehand, everything seems black and white. But we have to take time to let that happen. Take time out. Go out and witness God's creation. Can anyone think of a time in their life that they have just been overwhelmed by God's creation? And isn't it amazing that verse what says, if faith like a mustard seed, you can tell this mountain to go and go and throw yourself in the lake. There's an awesome app I heard about the other day, and it's you put in the stages of pregnancy that your partner's in kind of thing. Uh, my partner's not pregnant, but um, <laughs> like, and then it shows you the pictures of what it would be, uh, look like inside. And it's amazing what's happening every month, you know? It's crazy. There's a quote that I heard the other day, and it was, if we are Christians, if we believe in Jesus, this is the closest to hell we're ever going to get. But if we don't, this is the closest to heaven we're ever going to get. And I think I like that um, quote because it describes our earth is so beautiful. God created it, and there's so much beauty. Here in New Zealand, we get to witness that. But there is so much evil. And this is time to choose. We either go to a greater place that God is making for us or somewhere else. In verse 4, oh, let me read from verse 3 again. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingertips, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you care for him? David is looking up and I think of David, he doesn't know as much about the universe as we know today, but he's still looking up and being in so much awe. God, you created all of this. You are huge, you're indescribable, but you love me. You love me so much. And that blows me away as well. He cares about you and he cares about me. 
this huge God that we just talked about. You know, uh, maybe two years ago now, when I was married, Izzy went back to Germany, and we were apart for two months. And I had horrible sleep. So I was sleeping like two or three hours a night. And a friend came to me and he said, have you prayed before you've gone to sleep? Have you read the Psalms? And I thought, oh, I haven't done that. So I, before I went to sleep that night, I prayed, God, help me have a good sleep. And I had an amazing sleep. And I woke up just amazed that this God who, cared, who created everything cares if I have a good sleep or not. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> he cares about the smallest details in your life. He cares about your feelings. He cares about your thoughts. He cares about the pains, the struggles that you're going through. He cares about you and he loves you with more love than we, than we can ever describe. Like what we just sing about those um, worship songs today were just perfect, really. And that's why I like verse 2 and Psalms as well. From the lips of children and infants, you have ordained praise because of your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. If we think about who's writing this, this is David. How do we know David? David and Goliath. God uses small, weak things um, for his glory. God shows his majesty through babies, through the weak. And um, I really like what's in, ver in, chap oh, sorry, in chapter 1 of First Corinthians. It gives me so much hope for myself. Okay, First Corinthians, verse 27. But God chooses the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. God chooses the weak things of this world to shame the strong. Can't we be happy about that? And that's not just us. That's God's narrative throughout the Bible. It's the narrative throughout human history. God loves to use the weak things of this world to shame the strong. And that gives us great hope. And it also tells me that God cares about us, but more than that, he has a plan for us, a plan for our lives. I think I like this psalm so much as well because it has a good example that we can take, that worship kills worry. And more than that, it's an example of in Ephesians, where the, um, is Ephesians the armor of God? Um, yep. That's right, thanks. That's right. And um, I'm thinking of the sword of the Spirit. What is God's word? And this is Psalms 8, declaring how great God is and then declaring how much he loves us. It changes your perspective when you do that. Really, it does. It does for me. Out loud, declaring how much God loves you. It defeats worry. It defeats fear. And I think it defeats also um, fog. Sometimes we can get in like spiritual fogness or just feel um, sort of so-so, you know? But God cuts through that, and we see how great God is, but he loves us. So what, what we just, our hearts arise with um, faith. You know that verse in the Bible I think of is um, faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of God. And that's what we need to do. Take time out in your day and declare how great God is and then how much he loves you. Not just time out to rest and watch TV and mess around, but actual time dedicated to the Lord. 
in nature or while driving even. I love to, when I'm driving, is just like speak out how much God, um, how great he is and how much he loves me. And I think that changes my whole mood for the day or my perspective. And I think even at work, I've found out lately that near the end of the day, you can get quite tired and your mind can slip, especially when you're with some other guys and you can say some silly things. But I think in the afternoon, what I've found is I can just take three minutes out, listen to Holy Spirit or um, my vi- uh, be my vision or who am I, and it changes my whole perspective. And I can come back into that workplace being a witness to Christ. And that's what we need to be, isn't it? And it's not like some sort of, yeah, pump yourself up and um, it's about being um, Christ-likeness in your workplace. Faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of God. Verse 9. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. I just want to get fancy for a second. And where it says, O Lord, in the English, it's capitals. But if we look at the Hebrew, it's Yahweh, or the great I am. And then the next Lord is lowercase. And for the Hebrews at the time, that would be more like our God or our master. And for some reason, that gives me a lot of comfort. Yahweh, our master. You know, you can have a bad view of what a master is, but God is the perfect master. I think the worldly um, times have ruined the image of a master. But just like father or just like other words that we describe God, but God is the perfect one. So take assurance in that, that he's our master. O Lord, our Lord, O Yahweh, our master, how majestic is your name in all the earth, and not just all the earth, the whole universe. You know, God, I, some people might not agree, but God created the world in seven days, and it's taken how many years till scientists are starting to even discover a little bit of that, and then we just got to Mars with a rover, and God's probably looking at that like, Sweet, that's like this far, guys. You've got a long way to go. <laughs> and I have friends who would be like, man, the universe is so big. Surely there's aliens. But what if God created the universe to display his glory, how big he is? And that's what I think. I mean, a lot of the time we can think we're in the center of the universe. But if you really take a view of our, just our Milky Way, We're nowhere near the center. We're just this random speck on one of the wings of the um, galaxy. So, yeah, feel small, but then um, praise the Lord. O Lord, O Yahweh, our master, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Let me pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for creating all this. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done. You're so big, Lord. I just praise you. I My mind can't comprehend how big you are and the works of your hands, Lord, and the things that you do in the unseen, but also in the seen. And we thank you for the testimonies today of your goodness that you are caring for us, the healings that you did, and also bringing people to the Lord and all the great works. We pray that you'll continue to work in Huntley. We continue to welcome your Holy Spirit in this building, but also in this town, for you to work, Lord, in youth's lives, like what we heard from Aaron today, 
This is a great testimony, Lord. And we really pray for those youths um, now who have given their lives to you, Lord, that they will discover you, that you'll continue to show their pres- your presence to them, that their roots will go deep, that those seeds won't just be on rocks but will be on good soil, Lord, and put the right people in their lives, that they can share this good news to their families and it can be a um, domino effect, Lord. We... We know that you're a big God, Lord, and nothing's too big for you. I believe we could see a huge amount of people coming to the Lord and worshipping you in Huntley. Let the streets be full of praise for you, Lord, that um, when you're walking down some of those places, you can hear awful things people are talking about. But one day, wouldn't it be great for just to hear, oh, man, God is so big. Oh, I love God so much. And we pray for that to happen in Huntley, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for loving us so much, Lord, even though we're so small, but you care for us so much. Help us to find that revelation in our day-to-day life. In Jesus' name, amen.